Hey, what's up, my friends? JT DeBold is with you today for the Elite Marketing Pro Daily Dose of Awesome, your 15 minutes of inspiration, education, and motivation to help you get your day started off right. And here we are today. It's Tuesday. Great to be with you on an amazing day as you're jumping out here. Let me first and foremost say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the big blue marble. And as you're jumping out here, let me know where you're tuning in from. Give me a shout out. Let me say hello to you. Let me welcome you to today's episode of the Daily Dose of Awesome. What's up, Luke? Good to see you, my friend. Luke Burrows in the house, as always. Great to see you. Courtney McCoy just joined us. What's up, Court? Good to see you. Dale's in the house. Awesome. Hey, listen, as you're jumping out here, I want you to start thinking about kind of how you lead the people in your business. If you see yourself as a leader, I promise you one of the main things that you're going to be focused on is helping people get past a stuck point in their life. And we're going to be talking about a very specific way you can do that right here, right now, today. What's up, Deanna? Good to see you. I see uh, Courtney in the house. Frida Huff is, uh, is tuning in from Arizona. I'm going to be in Arizona here in a couple of days, as a matter of fact. Uh, Milani is there. Heather's here. Sally Crow's here. Robert uh, Bazo's here. Hey, what's up, Toronto? What's going on? Julie Burke, what's up? Julie Burke is in the house. Good to see you. Can't wait to see you in a couple days. Uh, Dwayne Jenkins coming in from Southeast Texas. Awesome. All right, so check this out. Um, last night, I was sitting back watching uh, the national championship, the national college football championship. And if you guys follow college football, you know how big this game was. Uh, I'm not a fan of either team, have no dog in the fight, but the, the game was uh, between uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Georgia Bulldogs. And again, don't have any dog in the fight, could care less who won. However, I have to tell you, it was one of the best college football games I had ever seen. And what I love about watching sports in general, I personally get a lot of inspiration from sports. People will often ask me, where do you get uh, the information or the inspiration, rather, for your topics when you come out here and do the Daily Dose or for any of your blog posts or podcasts or anything like that? And I'll tell you that I personally get a lot of inspiration from watching sports. Last night was no uh, exception. Last night was amazing when it came to getting all kinds of inspiration uh, for what to talk about. So if you didn't follow the game or if you don't care much about football or sports in general, let me just set the table for you. This was a matchup of two premier college football teams, two probably of the best teams in the country, and they were going to go head-to-head. One team, Alabama, was not really supposed to be there. In fact, a lot of people kind of felt like they didn't deserve to be there. Uh, although they earned their spot by going through the, uh, the playoff structure that the college football uh, system has, a lot of people didn't think they should have even been there. However, they earned their way into the, t- into the title game. The game was being played in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which is in downtown Atlanta, Georgia. And as you might well guess, being in Atlanta, Georgia, the University of Georgia had a disproportionate amount of fans in that stadium. The stadium holds about seventy to 75,000 people. And so this stadium was loud. It was raucous, man. There was all kinds of pressure, all kinds of crazy stuff going on in this game. So each team was feeling it. Georgia jumps out to a lead. It's about 13 to nothing going into halftime. And their head coach, Nick Saban, makes a huge call. He decides to take his perennial starter, uh, Jalen Hurts, kid, great athlete, super awesome leader, very, very uh, good quarterback, decides to bench him, the most important position on the field. He decides to bench his quarterback and put in his place a true freshman, 
Now, for those of you that don't follow, follow college sports, if you are called a true freshman, what's that, what that means is that you are a freshman in the truest sense of the word instead of a redshirt freshman. Oftentimes when they redshirt a, an athlete, that means that person does not play for a year. So they actually are almost like being a sophomore in college. In this case, this kid was, it is 19 years old, never played on the big stage before. Last year at this time, he was sitting on mama's couch back at home in Hawaii, and they put him in to play this game. His team is already behind, and they throw him to the Wolves. University of Georgia had a ferocious defense, and this kid stood tall. He went out there and played with poise. He went out there and played with courage. He faced everything. Can you imagine this? Imagine being under the most intense spotlight, the, in the most intense uh, microscope in the world as an athlete or even as an entrepreneur. Imagine 75,000 people watching you live and millions more watching you on TV. And most of those 75,000 people in that stadium hate your guts. They want you to fail. They're screaming at you. They're cheering for you every time you make a mistake, every time you get hit, every time you get hurt. Imagine the pressure this young kid must have felt. And I think most of us as adults, we think, man, you know, even as an adult, that would be a difficult thing to take on. But this kid stood tall. Long and short of it is he brought the team back from the brink of defeat, took them all the way into an overtime win. Um, their kicker, University of Alabama's kicker, missed the game-winning kick at the end of regulation, sent him into overtime, and the freshman threw an amazing pass for the game-winning touchdown. Now, why do I share this with you? What relevance does this have to do with your business? Doesn't matter whether you're a network marketer, whether you're a brick and mortar business owner, or your mom and pop store. Doesn't matter whether you're leading a corporation. Regardless of where you are as a business owner, listen up. You likely will have people in your business, people that follow you, people that are underneath you, people that are looking to you for answers. And they're going to come to you with all of their problems. They're going to come to you with everything under the sun of why they cannot do it. And that's what they're going to call it. They're going to say, why? I can't do it because this. I can't do it because that. And they're going to give you every single excuse under the sun. Maybe you've even felt this. By the way, if you guys have ever felt an excuse creep up on you, if you've ever felt it in yourself, you say, hey, I'm going to start making excuses, type a one in the chat box. I want to see how many people are going to be honest with themselves and each other. Um, Sally Crow said, he showed such confidence and swagger. Absolutely. A teenager came through to lead the charge, says Heather. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we could go on and on about the football game, but honestly, I'm just using the football game as an illustration of a bigger point in business. I see a lot of people typing one into the chat box. I'm personally going to type a one into the chat box as well, because guess what? We all make excuses. Every single successful person in the world makes excuses. Every single non-successful person in the world makes excuses. Here's the difference. The unsuccessful and the successful are separated by one thing. They have an answer. It's on this side. <laughs> they have an answer. So here's the question that you have to ask yourself. It's as important to ask yourself as it is to ask somebody else. If somebody comes to you with an excuse as to why they cannot do it, or this stopped them, or they don't have the time, they don't have the money, my parents this, my spouse that, they start getting in the way of themselves, this is the question that you want to ask them, all right? The question is, I get what your excuses are, but what's your answer? Because if your answer is bigger than your excuse, guess what? You will overcome it. Last night, Coach Nick Saban had an answer. It was not the answer I would have come up with. It was not the answer that I think most experts would have come up with. They thought he was freaking crazy for throwing a 19-year-old kid out there to put the national championship on the line. This was the game, man. This is the biggest game in the world for a college football player. This is essentially their Super Bowl, their World Series, their World Cup, whatever you want to call it. 
instead of making the excuse of saying, well, our offense isn't playing well, I guess we'll just keep going with it, or, well, I guess our kicker didn't make that kick. He could have made the excuse and said, well, we tried our best. He came up with an answer. Now, it was a crazy, out-of-the-box, nutty, courageous answer to put a freshman in there. And actually, he pulled his quarterback, who wasn't playing that badly in the first place. He was looking for a spark. Now, on the, on the, on the flip side, the 19-year-old kid at halftime, when the coach looks him in the eye and says, guess what, I'm taking out your mentor, the sophomore that's been playing really well, I'm taking him out of the game and putting you in his place, that sophomore or that freshman, that young kid could have said, coach, but I'm not ready. I don't have the experience that he has. I'm only 19. He could have made up all these excuses, but instead he strapped his helmet on, put the chin strap tight, and went out there and won the freaking game. Now, I ask you, (laughs) do you find some inspiration from that? If that is a little bit inspirational to you, give me a two. If it's big-time inspiration, give me a thumbs up. If you find some inspiration in that, even if you're not a sports fan, even if you're not a football fan, if that inspires you just a little bit and shows you what's possible and how we can all live to the highest example of our full potential, then give me a thumbs up or at the very least give me a two if it resonates with you. The purpose behind this message today, my friends, is this one thing, all right? You got to get clear on what your answer is. I understand that there's a lot of excuses out there. Listen, this is the middle, <laughs> the, we're coming up on the second week of January. Statistically speaking, about 50% of New Year's resolutions and goals have failed to this point. If you're one of those people, I totally get you. I understand. But realize this, it's not the end of the game. It's just the beginning. The question is, of course, what's your answer? What are you going to do to bounce back? I know you're crunched for time. I know you've got a lot on your plate. I know, listen, you might be behind the curve right now. You might feel behind in your business. You might not be making the money that you want to make. The question is, what's your answer? Maybe your ads aren't converting well. Maybe the person that you counted on the most turned their back on you. Maybe you've got some really disappointing news or some heartbreaking news. I just got a text from a, from a former client today that her cancer came back. Guess what? She actually has an answer for that because she's courageous and she knows she's going to win. The question that I ask for you every single day, no matter what you're up against, whether you're stuck in traffic or you have no traffic, whether you are crushing it in your business or you're flatlining, whether you've got plenty of money to pay the bills or you got more bills than you got money, the question is, what is your answer? And here's the challenge to this. The reason why I'm pushing this on you is it's a little bit of tough love for sure, but you know I love you. <laughs> you know I believe in you, right? And I'm sharing this with you because there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be looking up to you if they're not already. You're going to have a lot of people that are looking to you for answers as they come into your business, as they come into the industry. They're going to be looking to you asking, hey, how does this thing work? You know, What are you doing right now to succeed? And if you're a person that's hiding under the covers every day saying, I don't know how I'm going to do this, you've got to get yourself back up you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and ask yourself, what is my answer today? Now, does this mean you have to have the right answer every time? Absolutely not. Nick Saban last night took a huge risk, and it paid off, and it was awesome. But it wasn't like the kid came out. It's not like Tua, the the young 19-year-old freshman, came out and just slayed it. He made a few mistakes. He made some really bad calls. In fact, he made one that almost cost the team the game. But instead of staying stuck in that state and saying it didn't work and coming up with all kinds of excuses, they came up with answers. And so my challenge to you today and every single day is to be that person that can find answers even when you don't have any. Ask the question, what if? What might I do differently? What if I tried this? What if we do this even if it fails? 
At least we tried it. At least we gave it a shot. And give it 100% of your best effort. Now, that's the key to it, all right? As you've heard me say, and you probably heard a lot of people say, the key to success is not wishing for better, not wanting for better. The key to success is taking the action in the face of adversity, in the face of a lack of information, and acting as if, right? You've got to act as if you're going to succeed. You've got to act as if you are a winner. You've got to act as if you've got what it takes to be successful. You've got to have some level of self-respect and self-honor to be able to fulfill what you came here to fulfill. And see, the whole point here is we're leading by example. It's one thing to stand there and it's one thing to get all rah-rah and chest, pound your chest and talk about how great things are going to be and how much money you're going to make and how you're going to crush it and melt everybody's faces off. I get it. But that narrative only goes so far. It comes from a place of actually taking the action, having the answers, even in the face of uncertainty, even in the face of fear, doubt, whatever it might be. Even if you're looking yourself in the mirror and going, what have I gotten myself into? How the heck could I possibly live up to everything that I told people I'm going to do? Now's the time to answer, all right? You got this, my friends. And listen, if you're in a place right now where you're challenged, if you're in a place right now where maybe your self-belief self is a little bit low, maybe you're in a place where your self-doubt's at a pretty high level, I totally understand it. Give me a five in the chat box, I'll give you a high five back, all right? If that's you, if right now you're feeling a little bit challenged, if you're feeling just a little bit down, maybe your confidence is kind of taking a hit, or if you know somebody who has... Let me give them a long-distance high-five. Give me a five in the chat box, all right? Because the whole thing is this. It's not about staying in that position, but it's about at least recognizing it, all right? We want to be self-aware enough to go, yep, yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling that pinch. I'm feeling that crunch. I'm feeling that rub. And as long as we're aware of it, we're not burying our heads in the sand and sort of medicating ourselves with all kinds of procrastination and distractions, then we can actually confront the thing that's challenging us and find the friggin' answer. That's what it comes down to. You've got to have the ability to start finding the answers. It doesn't mean you have to have the answers. You don't have to know the answers, but you've got to be on the path to finding them. And that's the key. It doesn't matter whether you're playing the game of uh, college football and you're play trying to win the national championship or if you're playing the game of entrepreneurship and trying to win your version of the championship. It's about finding the answers. Yes, we have all got excuses, myself included. I totally get it, all right? The difference is, is that the difference between the unsuccessful and the tremendously successful is that the tremendously successful people find a way to win. Their answers are bigger than their excuses. They find that chance every single day, to op or that opportunity rather, to succeed by finding that competitive nature inside of themselves, by asking themselves, what can I do differently? What might I do right here, right now to shift the momentum and get myself on the path to make that shift, to make that pivot and change my course? I see, <laughs> see a lot of people giving thumbs up. That's what I'm talking about. And, and here's the key to this. Listen, um, Janet Walter says, thank you for the answer. You're welcome. Now go find the answer for yourself too. And make sure you go out there and help other people find the answer for themselves. Because listen, when we live by this example, we shift the momentum for a lot of different people. All right, People that are sometimes on the sidelines out of fear. Sometimes they're out of the sidelines on the sidelines because they just don't have any kind of sense of like what they want to achieve for themselves. It's not that they don't have any drive or motivation. A lot of times they're just freaked out. They're kind of fearful. They're playing that game not to lose instead of playing the game to win, right? So if we lead by that example and say to ourselves, listen, I've made a lot of mistakes. I've had a lot of crushing defeats. And now it's time to go find those answers. That's going to give them that spark to go out and do it for themselves. And that's a pretty damn good gift to give to the world. Would you agree? All right, my friends, listen, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you showing up here. I, I appreciate the fact that you are committed to your own excellence. 
I appreciate the fact that you are out there setting the example for other people to follow. In so doing, I challenge you to share this exact video. There's a lot of people out there right now that are struggling. Some folks are feeling that disappointment of that sort of mid-January lull after all the rush of setting their New Year's resolutions and goals have started to wear off and they're starting to lose that initial drive. They're starting to feel that, that drop off. Let's help them get back up, all right? Share this video with as many people as you want, as many people as you feel need to hear it. And make sure you come back here every single Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific for another episode of the Daily Dose of Awesome. In fact, tomorrow we're going to have another amazing mentor come out here and share some good stuff with you as well. My friends, remember this. No matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll be coming at you very soon. Have an amazing day.